welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And welcome to the program. I've started saying that. I don't know why. I like it. It's okay. Cute. It's something. Um, what's going on? What's going on today? Um, well, a few things up top. Right. Well, first, okay, so basic outline for today. Mm-hmm. We're going to catch up on some recent news, recent right? comebacks, and then we're going to talk about the Astro concert that we yeah. got to go to last weekend. That's very exciting. So first piece of recent business, mm-hmm. the most recent thing that we've done uh, is uh, our sweet Mino put out his first solo. Yes. There is a reaction video on our YouTube channel. If you want to check that out. Mm-hmm. He came out with an SM station song called, is it I'm, I'm Home or I'm just home. home? I'm Home. Um, he's also doing an encore, a little encore mini fan meet um, of best of his, choice yes. right before he goes to the army. Yeah. So we had we had some tears shed on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, good, happy, proud tears. It's yes. okay. Like I, somebody said that the video is very wholesome, and I feel like <laughs> it is very like wholesome and pure. It's us at our like most Softest. vulnerable fangirl state. <laughs> um, but then the next morning we like woke up to. I can't. I can barely describe like how great oh. these like. Oh my gosh, these fan this fan meet footage. Because he did everything this different than the last, like he changed it up completely. He has a completely new set list, which includes a cover of both Move and One of Those Nights. Uh-huh. Um, and it's amazing. Yeah. He, he like has, wore Tamin's move out like uh, a well, he sleeveless. wears like a, a sleeveless button up with these incredible, the like mirrored pants. metallic silver pants. The best pants. And one long glove. And then he puts on this insane crop top orange puffer jacket yeah. for Key's part. Right. And he killed it both. He killed times. them both. Oh my gosh. And then there was that clip of all of the showels singing Honesty. Yes, I died. I read this really beautiful fan account that was, it was, she was like, Basically apologizing to her followers for saying that she was going to have to write a detailed fan account the following day because she was, like, so exhausted uh-huh. from – and it just turned into a thank you letter to Mino for, right. like, every little tiny thing that he had done that evening to show that he loved everyone so much. And it was just beautiful. It was, like, everything that I've seen from that fan meeting has been spectacular. Yeah, <laughs> it was so good. And the la- uh, the last ones were attended by, like, all the shiny moms. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taemin came. Changmin came. Mm-hmm. Irene and Solgi came. Um, and like, yeah, there was fun t- uh, taming interaction in the audience, which is always yeah. hilarious. Yeah, poor, uh, uh, poor Timmy and Mino put him on the spot and he sang like a line of want. And as soon as he put the <laughs> microphone in front of Timmy, he just completely choked. And Mino just goes, oops, sorry, and immediately <laughs> walks away. <laughs> the way he just says, yeah, no, then immediately and, leaves. And just it leaves. kills me every time. Um, yeah, I uh, I also read a fan account that the first time that he brought up, like, oh, my Timmy is here and, like, talked about his solo, he had left to, like, get a drink or go to the bathroom. <laughs> like, he wasn't in his chair. <laughs> 
Typical. Yeah. So it was like really great. <laughs> it was like a beautiful, it was like a beautiful send off. And I'm really glad that like his closest friends and family and yeah. everybody got to see him and he was having such a good time. It just like made me mm-hmm. like he was, angry that he didn't, never did this before. I like, know. He, he's well, so capable of it. And but like, he'd been now doing, he sees. But he'd always been busy doing other things. I mean, he did like a lot of reality shows. He did a lot of emceeing. He does, did a lot of acting. He basically like tried everything except for solo Because I music. don't think he thought he could. I agree. And I, I agree. think after doing this, I can see in his eyes that he knows he can now. Well, he said at his fan meet, uh, like, I don't know. Yesterday. Last night. Yeah, yesterday, whatever, whatever last night it was, um, that he had never gotten the time to release a full album, but he wanted to release a single before he went into the army. Right. So maybe when he comes out of the army, he can make the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he should. Like I said in our reaction video, he has to complete the set. Right. He's the only shiny member who hasn't released a little mini. Yeah. He's got to get. He's got to give us something. Yeah, he definitely does. Um, so Shawl was- shelves everywhere need it. Yeah. <laughs> or also it just like won't look right all lined exactly. up. Exactly. Um, so yeah, that's great and beautiful. And if you want to watch us hold each other and cry softly, <laughs> uh, our YouTube is where you can do that. Um, so that's great. What else is up on the recent Pentagon? Pentagon oh, comeback. Yes. Okay, great. I'm really glad that we brought this up because we've Take been getting we've been getting a- asked about <laughs> it. Like, what do I think of this of this comeback? And I'll say right up top that I am still very very emo about what happened. I like I said I've been saying for a long time like I need them to just like come back as nine so that I can like start to move on mm-hmm. with like this this is what Pentagon is now mm-hmm. but I'm still not getting that because Kino is really hurt and he doesn't get to be in it I know so I'm just like come on I know they're um, still promoting with eight so it it still feels like icky and wrong and I'm like god damn it guys but the song is amazing. It's, it's, it's energetic. It's like a, it's energetic-y. Everybody's Mm -hmm. been saying that. Energetic is still a better song. But I mean, it's like taking that vibe and like trying to apply it to the like fun Pentagon vibe. Mm -hmm. And I think it's succeeding in that way. I think so too. It's a very catchy song. I really like the dance. I really like the choreography. It's kind of not necessarily goofy, but like Pentagon, I think has kind of like an awkward angles in yeah, their yeah, yeah. choreography, like they do it on purpose, um, and I really like that part with the knees yeah. and the arms and the chorus, the like main point move mm-hmm. in it. I love it. It's yeah, I think and it's so fun. Hui looks like he's having a blast while he does it. This is Hui's comeback. If like we must, if we have to like assign things to people, like Shine was for Edon and Naughty Boy was for Kino, and like this one feels like it's Hui's. Like somebody gets to like really be the star, and it seems like he's taking it. But Yoan's in the it. middle. Like, that's pretty exciting. <laughs> People are getting some shots here. Yes. Some people are also getting the shaft. Yes. Um, we I, ha- I mean, yeah, we got to talk about all of it and all of it is. And, like, uh, Yenon is, continues to be completely and totally underappreciated in every single way. I was actually talking about Yuto. Oh, yeah. They cut his rap in half. And how could you get rid of you? There were three rappers. Now there are two. And he still has less. And he raps even less than he used to now. Like, Yanan actually got, uh, actually has a pretty significant part in this song. Like, in the song. He doesn't show up in the music video for like a whole minute. He doesn't show up in minute. the music, yeah, for like 
like two whole minutes into the music video before he has his solo shot. But then he does get a whole scene or a whole little like bridge. He sings the bridge and then he has like one other line. Yuto has literally one sentence of a rap and isn't in. And that only one sentence is the only solo shot he has in the entire music yeah. video. And they gave him dreadlocks. Yeah. And they're gross. And they're horrible. He doesn't like them. He and doesn't the fans like don't them. like them. Stop doing this, stylists. I can't stand it it's unforgivable right and on this same topic his stage outfits have been oh really my good. god okay <laughs> i was gonna say on that exact on that exact note the um, show new sweater that he was wearing last or two days yeah. ago i saw on this exact note of like hating the stylist and loving that i saw a tumblr gif set that was like a steady like a fan cam of that and there's a point where it like fully comes off this way like yes. it so it was like, but it was this great gif set of all the times that the sweater was like fully coming off and showing his full stomach. But the like caption was say thank you, cube stylists. And I was like, No, no I will not. So I couldn't reblog Abs- it because I don't not. delete captions. I think that's rude, but I couldn't. Yeah. I no. couldn't have I couldn't have that sentiment on my blog because no thank you, cube stylists. No, I don't thank you. Thank you to Yuto for being beautiful. Yes. He's the only one who gets credit in any of this, I say. And thank you to Shonu for establishing this trend of man cleavage and, like, really having it be here to stay. I I won't give him full credit for, like, inventing this trend, but I will say that 2019 has been so far the year of Shonu's chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I appreciate that he's uh, paved the way. I wanted to give the credit fully to Prism Mino. Because he was the first person to wear an ugly yes. grandpa cardigan with nothing underneath it. You're so it. right. So, I mean, you gotta, I mean. you're No, you're right. He <laughs> did that that particular sweater look. Yes, which that's, is that's what, what I was show, really thinking yeah, yeah, yeah. about is the, the sweater version. The, gram, the like sexy, weirdly sexy grandpa sweater was originally Mino and then Shonu and now Yuto is yeah. doing it as well. Um, but Shonu also just like always has his chest out. Thanks. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's what I was thinking of, yeah, yeah, just like yeah. the chest in general. No, I'm I really because like Yuto that. in a couple of other stage performances, like his other costumes are not necessarily sweaters, but they are still he's still like on display. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a show new way. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, Yuto's looking good. So mostly from I like the it head down <laughs> from forehead from down. forehead down. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like it. I really sincerely hope. That their first win is in the cards, but speaking of, like, card, like, there's other stuff going on right now, so, like, I don't know. I don't know if they'll get it this time, but I don't know. we'll see. They never we'll won for see. Shine? They never won. They never won for Shine. Ooh. Because it went back up the, yeah. it was a back up the charts. Like, once they were done promoting, everyone mm. noticed it, which is, again, why Cube blew it so hard. We're not going to not today. Not today. today. <laughs> uh, something else that just recently came out. Chen. Uh, oh, yeah, your first sweet Chen. First EXO solo album. Um, not the first se- first solo EXO venture, but first solo EXO mini album. Is that true? Like nobody else has put out a mini in EXO? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. yeah. They've only done SM Station songs. Wow. Okay. So this yeah. is a big deal. Um, as of... This recording, the album itself has not come out yet, so I don't know what it sounds like. I'm going to assume that it's probably like three to five songs that are all beautiful, but sad or Mm -hmm. slow. 
That's what I would guess. It's going to be like all ballads. Yeah. Um, but I have already seen the music video for the lead song off of it, which is called Beautiful Goodbye um, in English. The Korean title is like. It's after April, we break up. Yeah. Um, and it's the song itself is gorgeous. He's a beautiful singer and I could listen to him sing to me all day long. Um, but the music video is weird and yeah. <laughs> like very art. Quote, it's very unquote, artsy. artsy. There's like a cave and a woman is no, playing a piano. And it's like not, it's not even a quite cave. a cave. It's like a flat, barren, like deserty, dusty landscape. And then in the middle of this nothing, there's this like gnarled bare tree. And in the middle of the tree is a woman playing the piano who's like camouflaged into the tree. Right. And then Chen is sitting in front of her with like a tree microphone. And it's not a <laughs> microphone. It's not like a microphone stand and trees. It's just no, it's like, like all wood. Yeah, it's like a gnarled root that uh -huh. is in the shape of a microphone. And then... All of these like woodland nymphs appear, I suppose. They're like ladies <laughs> with pink chiffon like over their faces, so they're like bee nets, and mm -hmm. then they have like and branches they have, like, in branch their hair. crowns. So it and, looks like, like flowy pink dresses. We thought said it looked like the first season of True Detective when they find <laughs> that girl, that girl corpse in the tree in the first episode, and also yeah. a little bit like um, wait, I just had one in Wicker Wicker Man that like mm -hmm. Nicolas Cage. It's like cult. it's also like very Riverdale. Cult. If anyone is watching River. Dale right now it's very uh gargoyle king <laughs> oh, <laughs> reference I don't get but I bet someone does <laughs> um yeah it's uh it's weird but the song is beautiful so yeah. thank you Jen yeah that's very that's, I will buy the album when it comes out tomorrow that's really exciting <laughs> um yeah I had watched there's a there's a good that for the teaser Instead of just putting out one of those album snippet teasers, he's like sitting in a cafe with a guy playing piano and he like does the snippets all yeah. live in one take. It's, it's pretty great. It's incredible. He's pretty great. He's an amazing singer. Um, That's on like the SM Instagram or something if you want to find it. Yeah. Listeners. Um, okay, wait, I have one more thing to say because I see it on the front page of YouTube before we keep going. Okay. Monster X put out like an English remix of Play It Cool. Yes. And the video, like, because I've also been getting messages asking what my opinion of this is. My opinion is they all look fucking spectacular. Visuals just off the charts. Off the charts. But I don't like the I don't like the chorus of in English. I think it's silly. I don't like something about the rhyme of all around the place and when you're dancing in my face. Like, ooh, I just <laughs> it's just like not a line. It's not a lovely rhyme. Like Ace is not a lovely rhyme scheme, no, and it feels childish. I don't like it. But I do like some of the, like, you know, sexy, like, we're dressed like the cartel, or what does he say? What does oh, my God. I don't know. He says something like we're looking like – he says something, something clientele, and we're looking like the cartel, or something like that. And I was like, what? But I think, like, Juan like, speaks French at some point in it. Like, I don't know. There's a lot going on. I don't know. It, it's – it was a lot. They also a cut I Am's rap, which I'm not stoked about. And the music video is just like a lot of unnecessary Steve Aoki dancing, in car. <laughs> dancing really awkwardly in his car. It almost looks more like a car commercial at certain points, right? Um, than anything else. But yeah, I, I thought the lyrics were kind of awkward, but I like Monster X. But yes, and I like killer that song. visuals, great new music video. They look so beautiful. That's all they get. That's all you need. Um, all right. Now let's talk about what we did last weekend, if we can even remember that Astro! Far. <laughs> yes. Okay, we went and we saw their, I guess, 
technically it's called it's their world tour, right? Yes, I have the title. Hold on. It's called the Second Astroad. Like A-S-T-R-O-A-D, like Astro okay. and Road. Poor pun, but okay. It's, yeah, <laughs> I don't love that. But second Astroad. <laughs> it sounds gross <laughs> when you say it. It's very weird. It sounds like an STI or something. Yes. Oh, I got the Astroads. <laughs> yeah, that's very weird. Um, My Astroads are flaring up. Um, so this concert... It's it was here in LA and it was at it's at this um venue called the, the Palladium, Palladium, which is really, really old. Like one of the first performances that ever happened there was like in the 40s, and it was like a kid, like a teenager's like swing night, and they had like big band like Frank Sinatra, and people danced in that big middle. Oh. It's like a big open, there are no seats, it's just yeah, a standing it's place. It's a standing place, and so like you walk in, and it's kind of, it's like wider than it is long, I mm-hmm. guess, um, and it has a second level along the edges. It has sort of like a balcony level that also doesn't have seats Mm -hmm. um and the stage is like a pretty decent size and it's kind of one of those places where like no matter where you are you probably have a pretty good view right um but it's also like in the very middle of hollywood which was where i was getting mm -hmm. that like there were people who were lined up all day because they had like fan touch or high touch tickets and like Mm -hmm. vip and stuff so they needed to get into the front but I was reading along on Twitter because we are old and we're not going to sit in line all yeah, day. No. I was just like reading what was going on in line. And like, I don't know, people were getting their bags swiped by street people. And like, oh, really? I don't know. Like, I I work very close to the, like, this is my neighborhood. So I'm very used to it. But I felt bad for people who like came from far and just like sat on the street in Hollywood. Like, it's not cute here guys no like, it's not it's not pleasant uh at all and <laughs> it's, and the palladium is not in like a pretty part of hollywood no. either um and it was a lot of like um i guess like teens and people everyone seems younger than me so i never yeah. know there were some great mom tees yes um we passed by like a mom and her daughter love... who had matching t-shirts which was really cute i love that um there were some good homemade t-shirts yes. too um, I made a little. I made a little um, aroha symbol and out of glitter foam, and I like mm-hmm. made it clipped it to a clippy so that I could feel like I was trying. But one yes. of the things that I saw going around on Twitter, which I think is like an interesting aspect of this, like K-pop coming to the U.S. and touring the world more, is people is venues sort of not getting the way that K-pop concerts work and the mm. very like specific things about them because there was a lot of chatter all over Twitter about whether or not people would get to bring their light sticks in. Like people heard no light sticks and other people heard they were fine. And like, that's a weird thing that venues probably don't know what to do when a bunch of people are walking in with these giant Mm -hmm. flashlight things. Yes. And the Palladium did have weird rules about that too, because so like all in the line, they were, people were like both selling and I think just passing out merch um, because a lot of people in line had these like single roses. They were just like I think there was just like a street guy. I saw him like- Passing out roses. I think he, I don't know if he was passing them out or selling them to people or what, but they wouldn't let people they take them inside. They wouldn't let people take them inside. Yeah, the, they like, refu- that was like the one thing that they didn't let people take in. But speaking of street merch, we yes, must we have to address talk about this. A, a, a fan atrocity. A and it fandom at every K pop show, and I'm tired of and it. And I finally, we finally know like what is happening because basically for like the last, 
year, I guess, at all these different K-pop shows that we've gone to around town, I've seen people wearing these bright yellow crown light-up headbands. Three-point crown. Three-prong yellow crown, which is a Big Bang VIP fan Yes, that's item. what their lipsticks look like. That's what they symbolize. That's big VIP. That's big bang. <laughs> and so at all these concerts that we've been going to, I've seen these like bright yellow crowns and I keep thinking like, wow, there's a lot of big bang fans here. Like that's impri- like that's very surprising. Like, and here it seems at KCON, like, like they're wearing the rock. The, yeah, like K- really at the Hollywood Bowl, like Korean Music Festival, like it's not even, you know, it's mostly SM artists right. here. Like why are there so many VIPs? And then while we're walking through the line to get into this Astro concert, we see these street vendors that are selling these three-pronged yellow light-up crowns, and they have the They've Astro, an Astro logo, logo on, on the middle of them, and everybody was wearing them. And I swear to God, by the like, tw- after like thirty minutes of standing in that line. And seeing so many people buying these fucking crowns in front of me, I wanted to scream. Yeah. I, I couldn't. I didn't know what to do. And then I, I all I kept thinking was like, Astro obviously knows who Big Bang is. And they like, I'm sure they know what the Big Bang light stick looks right. like. When these idols see these crowns in the crowd, like at KCON or at the Hollywood Bowl. Does it confuse them? Yes. Do they sit there like, wow, we have a lot of VIPs in the audience today? Yeah. I don't know. But it uh, confuses me as like an old K-pop fan that like yeah. that is what my brain thinks of when I see glowing yellow crowns mm-hmm. and maybe other people don't think that but like it's all I can think uh, and I was just like cranky at that should. Ajushi who was just like had stuck Astro stickers yes, on everything I know. and then was walking up to teenagers and being like $10 and those girls in front of us like oh teenagers I know we have teen listeners I love being around teenagers it makes me <laughs> laugh so hard but like the one friend who had cash mm-hmm. and all I'll pay you back I'll pay you back and watching this girl shell out probably the only $50 she had, like, to buy all of her friends. Those dumb yellow crowns. <sighs> but they also had some pretty cute, like, astro light sticks they, that have everybody, anybody, not light, like, a cheapy light stick in that. Yeah. The way we described it in the fandom episode of how they used to be, where it's, like, a clear plastic that's yeah, yeah, printed yeah. and with a little light at the bottom. And mm. it had all of their names on it. Yeah, like, it that was kind of nice. That was totally cute. But I just want to, I just, I <laughs> needed to address this because I need to make, like, a desperate pleading PSA to any newbie fa- or any fan, any fan anywhere uh-huh. that sees these crowns, like, just know that, that, the three-pronged yellow crown represents Big Bang. I just need you to know I just know need that. you to know that. I just need that. you to understand that that's what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. Thank you for coming to my Thank TED Talk. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> that was great. So we only waited in line for like an hour, but it was still too long. And we got in like the second the show was starting. Uh-huh. And there was nobody, absolutely nobody at the bar. No and we one. talked to the bartender and he was like, I'm probably going to go home early. You yep. guys are the only people who have You're come the to only this people bar. who have stopped by. <laughs> and honestly, though, like we talked about this a little bit after the show. Um, we were curious because the like we said, the Palladium is not that big of a venue. And they didn't – it wasn't that full. Like, the bottom stage area wasn't completely full. We had plenty of space in the back. Mm -hmm. um, And neither of the balcony sections were opening. So I was curious as to, like, I wonder if they capped the number of tickets or if they just couldn't sell them out. I 
I wasn't sure. Sort of strange that it was such a small crowd. But I totally assumed, like, it was weird, and I'm glad that I didn't buy the, like, second tier of ticket Mm -hmm. because um, I assumed that – because the other show I went to at the Palladium recently, the higher tier ticket was for those balcony seats because you could see – or seats for going up on the balcony – so I thought that's what it would be for this, but the second tier was for the high touch yeah. at the end or whatever. So they didn't even have that up part open. Yeah, strange. But so anyway, so we got in. We got it. We immediately we got it. a drink because everyone was too young to drink. Right. Um. So and we got our focus and being in the front, and we were like, it's um, fine. we found plenty of space in the back with the other moms. Mm-hmm. Um. And then the show started. Yes. And they it started with the music video. They played for the all, all night, night. Mm-hmm. and then one spotlight at a time. Each one of them entered singing a line to a song that I didn't immediately recognize, wearing the most beautiful oh my God. mariachi jackets. I have to talk about these jackets for 400 years. I have ever seen. They were, the fabric was black, uh-huh. and the bejewelment and bedazzlement, they had like pearls and diamonds and like silver strings on them. Every single one of them had a different cut and style. Yeah, like... There were tails. There yeah, were Unwus had tails. One of them was like a bolero. Some of them were like blazers. Oh my god, they were so and they caught the light so beautifully. Yes. And they were so sparkly and so sparkly. They were so sparkly and so fantastic. Um, they kind of reminded me of the like super intricately bedazzled uh everybody jackets that Shiny wears. Yeah. Um, the white ones. But yeah. What was the opening song that they sang? Um, I'm gonna I can check. I have a set list, but it's from the big show in Seoul that kicked off the tour, which those are always longer, like Mm -hmm. way longer. Yeah. So ours was probably a little bit different. But I'm going to assume that it's the same opening. So like, let me check and just we'll see if the song sounds familiar. I feel like that's right. That yeah. sounds like the right one. And then they did with you, and then they did crazy, sexy, cool mm-hmm. in the sparkly black, yeah. beautiful jackets. I have look. There's an Instagram video of. Oh, it's just screaming. I'll mute this on the podcast. <laughs> but even in this crappy cell phone video, they're catching the lights. I know so they were such beautiful jackets, you guys. I can't even tell you how great these jackets Honestly, were. Honestly, all of their costumes were really good because they changed from this into all white suits, which had the most incredible detail. The silver detail in their in their white suits yeah, yeah, was yeah. stunning. So it was different than they didn't just like take the black jackets off and have pretty shirts on for a minute or were those cuz right there was like that I have I just have the like tag open on Instagram. I'm trying to look at other people's pictures to like remember what happened. I don't remember those outfits. Cuz there's white pants that go with the white suits. Mhm. So if these are black pants and white shirts, then they yeah, they must have just like taken them off for a minute to say like hello.
Yeah, those were the ones that, okay, these were what were under the mariachi jackets and they had the oh, teeny yeah, tiny yeah, yeah, sparkles. Yeah. And then they put on the white, white suits. suits with those shirts. I, yes. Those shirts went underneath the white jackets and they changed their pants. Mm-hmm. And they would, as in a true like K-pop concert fashion, yeah. like take turns. So like they did their first opening songs and they did like a little mint. They said hello. They had like a... Voice of faceless. Oh uh, God! I just want to say thank you for that. That was brilliant. Because everyone should do that. Yeah, we've talked. I think we probably brought it up on our concert episode when talking about other shows we've gone to before. But like K-pop shows in the U.S. that try to put like a MC on the stage, it never goes well. It's it's just too big a gamble because. The one show we've seen that was had a good MC was Mama Moo's fan meet, which had Esna as the um, MC, and we've talked about this before. Like she had a working relationship with them, so she had good rapport and she like spoke right. English and Korean very well. So whatever, she's the only one that we've ever seen did a good job. But Astro had like they would speak, and then just this voice disembodied this lady voice. voice would come into the room and like translate what they said and my only complaint was that the fans kind of like sh- she was very quiet and the fans were very loud and so sometimes they would just start like shouting Take that moment to scream yeah and i was like wait but now we can't hear what he said um but much better than having an awkward mc um another thing i had in my notes is that like all of the vcrs up until this point i'll get to in a second were like boring like not I feel like boring is the wrong um, word but it was like they weren't it was they they were all very dramatic. Okay, yeah. They were all a lot of um slow motion walking and turning and looking. I that's looks but I also feel like dramatic implies that like something is happening. Like a dramatic VCR is that shiny one where they're chess pieces. Because there's like okay, fair. Di- this was literally just them walking and like turning. Well, but it had yeah. like I say dramatic because it had like slow, okay. like build up yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And it did build up. It just built up to nothing. It just built up to like them turning over their other shoulder, right? Or whatever. Like it right, was right, just right, them right. doing nothing to very dramatic music. Yeah, but not to one of their own songs. I didn't think so. It just seemed like it was just instrumental. Drama music. Yeah. Um, but I was surprised that this was like a full concert because it was like a tiny venue Mm -hmm. and I wasn't sure if they were going to do like really casual fan meet, but they didn't, they did a full show. Mm -hmm. So they did, so they did a bunch of songs in these sweet suits and it was cute. Then they showed a uh, VCR that was them like wearing animal costumes and playing silly instruments oh, yeah. and like a garden. And it was very, very cute. And then they came out wearing animal ears and bunny tails and stuff. Yes. So in the VCR, <laughs> they were like goofing around at, in this like house with these toy instruments. And then they came out and they were wearing these like different like blue, white, red and denim like casual outfits. Mm-hmm. But they all had little animal ears or tails and the exact instruments that they were playing with. And they did merry-go-round. I found a video just this very moment of them doing merry-go-round. Yeah. Um, but I have to talk about what shook me the most about this costume change. Jinjin. And that is that Jinjin has multiple tattoos. Yeah. Whoa. He no was, idea. He was wearing this, like, 
very low cut. Yeah, this basketball jersey that was like low cut on the armpits. And so you could see his ribs. And he has one tattoo on his shoulder that was like peeking out. Yeah. And then he has a lot of text on one of his ribs. Yeah. And I couldn't find, I didn't dig very hard. So if any Aroha's like, no, let me know because I love. I love tattoos and I love people's tattoos. But the one on his shoulder, it seems like nobody actually knows what it is. Mm -hmm. Like, I couldn't find a real picture of it. Like, there's just enough peeking that, like, is it a wing? Is it, like, the corner of a star? Or, like, an arrow? No one knows. But then, yeah, on the side, there were, like, four or five lines of text on his Mm ribcage. We both have ribcage tattoos. Those hurt. Yes, they do. So I was just like, shook and getting in. multiple lines of horizontal text is often not recommended because it's hard to get that yeah. shit straight. Yeah. So I was like, shook. I was I very shook, very shook it's a by this tattoo. Serious tattoo. Um. So yeah, they were very cute, casual, dancing around in merry ground. Mm-hmm. Then um, they took the animal stuff off, but they kept the outfits on, and they did a couple more songs. I know yeah, that like they baby. did. They did baby. They did breathless too, and breathless. Rocky had this like great dance solo where he did like a quadruple pirouette. Um. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. He's an incredible. Oh, that's dancer. a moment. That's a good time to take a moment for like <laughs> one. One of the like downsides of this wonderful concert was because of the way that it is set up. We couldn't see any of their fun, fancy footwork. I know. And they go on the floor so much. Astro is a group that loves floor choreography. And I swear, like, 50% of the songs that we saw had some kind of floor choreography. And just because of where we were standing, anytime anyone got on the floor, like, we couldn't see past anybody's knees because of everybody's, like, heads. Yeah. Um, So And even on the, like, camera, mm -hmm. on the screens on the side, they would just disappear. Like, they would just... Yeah, they would just disappear. They had no way to... There wasn't an overhead cam to Mm -hmm. get them. Um, So there was a moment you, like, leaned over to me when they were in the white suits. And you were like, this isn't fair. They're wearing white pants. And I I can't see. And I can't see their butts. (laughs) Um... Ah, uh, those white seats were magnificent. They were really great. Um, and then the whole time I was waiting for what I had seen on Twitter and thought was a concert spoiler. And it was a spoiler for the soul, the big mm-hmm. soul show, which is that they did Dream Girl in purple suits. So I thought they were going to do that at our show. And I was just like waiting to see Astro do shiny. And they didn't, which is fine. It's fine. It would have made my absolute life. Oh, Yeah. But they still did a phenomenal job. Um, uh, I want to pull the song up and and explain the like insane encore <laughs> that like went on for a hundred okay, years. Okay, good. I was gonna the, I was gonna say the only thing left in my notes is their boyfriend look encore hoodies. Yeah. So they like came out um, after after they had initially said goodbye and they came back out and all of them were wearing just really oversized black hoodies and like different jeans. And how many songs did they do with their encore? I like they came out and they like did they were they maybe they said, just talked for a really long time. They talked they were out for there a with long those time for a long time. I think they did uh, you and me, which is like a fan song. Mm-hmm. I'm just guessing based on the soul uh, set list. Uh, they definitely like finally did all night, mm-hmm. which they hadn't done till the very, very end. Um, and then they started playing this song called they did this song called Call Out. And I'll try to find the exact moment that is the most important part.
So like that, they did the whole song and it was mm-hmm. great. And then they were like, okay, like, bye you guys. Like, blah. and then they were like, wait, do you not want to leave? And then they started. <laughs> And then they would do that for 21 seconds and, like, jump around and then, and then play it. Like, they yeah, just they played did that it again. same like, bit, that same, like, fake out. We're done. And then, like, no, we're not. And then they do the last verse oh again, like, like, six times. And they looked uh, so tired by the last one. But they are, like, an endless energy they group. They are an so. endless energy group. And I had actually said before we went to the concert, like, earlier that day, I was a little bit. I was just curious. I was so curious about so many different aspects of this concert before we went. And I was like, I wonder if we're honestly going to have like enough energy to make it through this entire concert. Because just watching one of their V lives where they're like in the the live where they're like in their pajamas pajamas and they're supposed to be like helping you fall asleep. They have such boundless energy that I was exhausted just watching watching them them for like an hour and a half and I was like oh my god how are we even going to make it through the this concert and that was a perfect example of that was exactly what I expected Astro to do just like literally bounce all over the stage um they did not disappoint no they really really didn't like and if you saw some of the like videos on our Instagram like they really didn't do justice to how close we were. Like yeah, we had it's a fantastic, such view. an intimate venue that, like, even though we were truly standing as far back as you could, we didn't have to. We could have scooted mm-hmm. up, but we were just chilling back there in the back, and we could like see the whites of their eye. Like they yeah. were very close to us. Absolutely, we could see all of the details on their jackets. Yeah. Um, so it was like, yeah. it was great to see them and they're wonderful performers and like, what a goddamn group of visuals you like oh said to me goodness. at one point. They like, were, they're stunning. They are a beautiful group. Every single one of them is beautiful. They sounded fantastic. Mm-hmm. Their choreography was perfect. Their costumes were excellent. Like they did a fantastic job. Excellent oh. work, Astro. Uh, yeah, another uh, surprise or like a moment that we uh, discovered. Sana is the most popular member, at yeah. least uh, according to that room. And yes. I was like shook by that because he is a child, but I'm an old lady. I wasn't surprised by that, but <laughs> I I think maybe I've fallen into yeah. more of a uh, an astro YouTube hole than oh, you okay. have. So I think I Maknes are often the a favorite. I see. Um, and Astro's a very, pretty young fan base, so like. Sanha was like an ego baby for right, so right, right. long. People love that. I just was when they first were introducing members, and oh, yeah. th- his scream was so much louder than everybody else's. It like kind of because I thought mm-hmm. Unwu was the most famous because because he I mean he's the most famous, so I thought he mm-hmm. was the most popular. No, he's not the most popular. Yeah. Yeah, Sanha's fans had, like, the desperation <laughs> in their voices. They're like, ah! <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I did make a couple of notes about the audience. One was that that adorable mom and son duo. Oh, my God. There was this mom who was maybe, like, 35, and she had brought her, like, six- or seven-year-old son with her, clearly because she wanted to oh, go yeah. to this concert. It was for mom. Son was dan- like break dancing all over the floor, having a ball. Mom was dutifully filming the mm-hmm. entire thing. <laughs> she was paying such close laser focus. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had so much respect yeah. for that mother. There was also you do you girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you would like to get the clip out, there was another pair of great friends in the back with us, and these friends were living they were having 
such the best time. A phenomenal time. They had took their, like, as soon as they got there, they took their shoes and purses off and put them mm-hmm. in a pile on the floor. And they were like, and we they are just here. danced all around their pile. One of them was wearing a homemade Jinjin headband uh-huh. that was sparkly and beautiful. And I will put this, I will like tweet this video. Yeah, as we gotta well. find these girls because we have a great picture of them. Yeah, we have fantastic. That we need them to have, but everybody was like too drunk and loud and excited to get, I didn't we didn't catch their information. Yeah, so, no, didn't. Twitter didn't do ask. your thing or whatever they say, but please play this clip of this this of girl this. living her best life. Yeah, so I just I caught her after the show. Relatable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, if that's not an accurate um, review of that concert, then I don't, then know, I don't know what it is. is. Um, so that was really great. I was really glad that we got to go to that um, because it might be a hot minute before we get to see another K-pop concert this year. Yeah. Um, and Astro was such a fun group that we've like just dipped our toes into, right. I think. And the show was like... Short and it was well, it not short, but it was like well paced and it was fun and it was like excellently executed. I just thought it was like the perfect little. It was like a perfect little perfect show. Little taste. Yeah, and I didn't feel like I didn't feel like an outsider for only being like a newish, casualish mm-hmm. fan of of Astro. And I also, though, it made me like a little sad that it wasn't like you know packed to the gills for them. I also liked that it was like a kind of like a chill concert. Like mm-hmm. people weren't. At least where we were. I didn't see any pushing and shoving or it being too crowded or like. No one had to be told to calm down. And I also didn't feel bad because like sometimes when like a K-pop, if like a K-pop show is like sold out or like it's going to be, I don't know if I want to fight for tickets because I'm like, what about the person who loves them more than I? What about that Jinjin headband girl? Yeah, like like, what if I didn't get to go because I went? So in this case, I like didn't have any of that guilt. Like I felt very welcomed (laughs) and it was, yeah, it was great. They were great. They were so great. And a listener or two messaged us that they're going to be at like a European festival sometime soon. So like if you get to see Astro soon, Lucky yeah, you, if, they're great. If Astro's coming <laughs> to your town, wherever you may be, both of us highly recommend their show. It was super fun. Super fun. Yeah. Good job, boys. So thank you. Thank you for a lovely night out, Astro. We really, really appreciated it. Uh, and we will be right back with our random game. All right, we're back. And we got we joke about children a lot, about people being children, but we like actually got a we, group of children today. Yes, we got a group today called GP Basic, which was a girl group that debuted in 2010 at a point in which the average age of their group was 13 and a half because most of the members were 14. All of them were 14 and one the was 12. The was 12 and they were so young that their debut caused controversy and even led to new broadcasting uh, regulations to pass in South Korea to the point where the youngest member was not allowed to promote on all of the music shows with the group because she was too young. Yeah. So, yeah, I this group was apparently active from 2010 to 2015. They had, like, a couple member changes throughout, and I had certainly never heard of them Um 
anything else that you'd like to say before we jump into this? No, I mean, this says that there was something about like one of the members joining something called D unit under the recommendation of Zico. Yeah, that's the youngest member. So the youngest member was like the lead was kind of the star of the group. She was like the lead rapper and dancer. Yeah. Um, They said that she was like the best one or whatever. So she left the group. Three years after, mm-hmm. they did one more thing without her, or no, with no, only five members. No, she claimed to have, like, never left. Oh, okay. Um, she claimed to still be a part of them. Oh, I but, see that. Um, yeah. But they did do some stuff without her at, eventually. Yeah, and then this last thing said that in – the last that they heard of them was that in 2015, they were supposed to promote something new after their Chinese promotions, and then they never did. So, Yeah. I feel like we just got to watch this because I have to know what this is going to be. So the most popular GP basic video is called Game. Mm -hmm. Where is that from in their discography? This is their debut debut song. Okay. Wait, scroll back down. It only went to like number 60. Yeah. Yikes. Okay, here we go. All right. So here is GP basic with Game. Actual children. Okay, so there's like a box. Oh, oh my god. My. Yep, this is a child. These are actual little kids. Like little, little kids. I know 14 year olds are not oh kids, my. but they look like they're kids. No, they they're are kids. they are children. They are small, small children. They're so cute. Yeah, they are very cute. I don't hate this song. I feel like I'm being a lot nicer about it because I because they are because children. they are children. But it is very clear that they liked the Maknae best because mm-hmm. everyone is wearing black and white, but she is in colorful clothes. Yeah, she's like, in color, and she's the one that has like she's. This is basically a box video where they're just dancing in front of different sets, but she has this moment where she's like she pops out of a box. Yeah. And for the time in K-pop, this isn't, like, unheard. Like, this is pretty standard for the time. This song would totally fit in with the rest of K-pop. With all the tiara that was happening Mm -hmm. at the time. Absolutely. (gasps) But that one has, like, a see-through top on, and I don't like that. Yeah. See, the thing about them being so young is when they do the individual, like, uh, member shot in Mm -hmm. the video, they look like kids pretending to be K-pop stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they do the whole group shots or, like, from when they're further away or when they're all dancing together, you can kind of be like, okay, I'm on board with this. Like, look at this talented girl group because they really are, like, very tight. But then they zoom in for their solo shots and you're like, oh, wait, she's a baby. (laughs) There's some, like, really crazy pants and things happening in here. Mm -hmm. A lot of cold shoulder tops with, like, a long... Oh, my God. (gasps) Look at her baby hair. She's so small. And her, like, giant kid eyebrows. Yes, that's exactly what I was just going to (laughs) say. Don't touch my toe. Don't touch my toe. 
touch my toe. I feel bad for the girl who's been having to wear glasses, sunglasses the I whole know, time. Did they decide that video? she's not cute enough and needs to have sunglasses on? I I wonder why because it's it's not unheard of for trainees to be this young. Right. But I wonder what made this company say like yes, now is the time for us to debut these girls. Like I wonder if they wanted the age to be their shtick. I think they probably and it, like, were backfired. trying that. Yeah, because 2010 is like very early second gen. So like it would make sense and it isn't like it isn't crazy like the Jackson 5 were kids yeah like having a kid group isn't it isn't nuts but i do think that like maybe the problem is that k-pop has will always like turn into that capitalist like marketing thing and like Mm -hmm. sex sells and like selling cool clothes and like whatever and something about like maybe like having young children and be a part of it just makes it like part of that is not a great thing yeah i mean you know, the Jackson 5 isn't a prime example right. of good And I also parenting. wonder, uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I also wonder if, like, maybe um, maybe kids don't like listening to other kids. Other kids. Because maybe it's not as aspirational. And maybe the parents maybe. don't like it. Like, no, kids go to school. Yeah, Kids don't true. be K-pop stars. That's true. Because I don't know. then, like, what if your 11-year-old isn't doing her homework and she's like, well, I don't need to do my homework. I can just go on stage like that girl in GP Basic. Right. And you're like, oh, shit. No, she really is your age. Yeah. That's that's the real story behind yeah, yeah, yeah. the new regulations. Parents complain. Exactly. Like, my kid <laughs> thinks they don't have to my go to My kid is getting anymore. ideas. Take this girl off the air. Uh, all right. Well, that was very interesting to say the least. So that was GP Basic. We're all learning things. We're yeah. always learning things. I wonder where all those little ladies are now. I know. Because now they're like 23. Mm-hmm. Huh. I bet they, I bet the majority of them probably have like normal. Normal lives. Normal doing lives. Doing something completely unrelated. Maybe. Because, yeah, I think that's that's probably the kind of thing. Like, they're probably young enough that they could go back to school and their life, like, their lives wouldn't be wrecked and they could, like, totally. disappear I bet, as regular people. Yeah, I would guess that at least a handful of them have gone on to completely slip back into normal life. Right. And no yeah. one even asks. No one even knows that right. they were ever <laughs> tried to be an idol. Um. All right. Weekly recommendation time. All right, recommendations. This week, we decided to do a joint recommendation. Yes. We both agree um, that the if you have to only watch one thing, make sure that you watch the uh, M2 Relay Dance version of Pentagon's Shalala. Um, personally, I re- wanted to recommend this one above any of their like stage performances because this one, they look like they're having a lot of fun, yeah. and I felt like this was the video that made me feel the best about this comeback right. because, like, I really want to like this comeback, and I want to support them. I love Hui. I love Yenan. Like, I sincerely love looking at Yuto. Right. <laughs> and so, like, I just, I want them to be happy, and this 
video, they're like goofy and fun and they actually look like they're enjoying themselves. Right. Um, and you get to enjoy the song and the choreography right. in like a fun way. And on that same note, like my reason that I wanted to recommend that specifically is there is a Kino cameo in it that is very, very sweet. Yeah, it's really Because it's really awful. Like it's really, truly awful that he's too hurt to be in it. And he mm. clearly is so hurt. Like he can't walk. Yeah. Like, it's bad. Well, I think it's probably, honestly, it seems like a very similar injury to Vernon and to Kai um, in that, like, when Vernon, when they did You Make My Day, Mm -hmm. like, he had a cast on for a while, and then he didn't have a cast on, but he, like, couldn't really do any of the dance, and that seems to be, because Kino's not wearing a cast on his leg, but he's, like, not supposed to be standing on it. Right, because they carry him, like, when he's showing up to, like, variety shows. But he does getting carried around but he does stand on his own two feet in that video yes you watch all the way to the end i like the cutaway too also of him like doing the dance in his chair i know he wants to do it so bad but he's there that was nice he's there and he's smiling and laughing and like so that was nice that's a good wreck so that's what we want you to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we didn't mention this before, but um, you talking about Jinjin's tattoo reminded me Yanon has a tattoo. Yeah. We even talked about that. Um, but there's some photo shoot that you sent me that was like all about Yanon's collarbones. And he definitely has some kind of something right. written on his peck. We don't like know. Above Under his, his collarbone. We don't Under know what it is. And it looks beautiful. He looks beautiful. I really like his multicolored hair right now. It's gorge. He's looking very broad lately, and I just want to say, hey, boo. <laughs> you look cute. <laughs> hey, you look you look cute today. You look nice today. Uh, he does. He does look nice. And I I blame Hyo Jong for that tattoo. I think they got one together. I think they did, too, because, like, he we know for a fact that they were hanging out a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And then we know for a fact that Yanon has a tattoo now. But and also, we know that Hyojong loves tattoos. He loves and them. Would probably easily be convinced in order to get like a bestie tattoo. Oh my God. With yes. his best I hope they Yanon. have friend tattoos because he clearly has enough girlfriend tattoos. So I bet you a million I bucks he'd he get a friend have tattoo. A friend tattoo. Uh, okay, we gotta go. But if anybody sees any more like peekies of Yanon's tattoo, yeah, we keep got, an we eye need out. to know what it says. Or th- honestly, like any idol tattoos. I yes. love to know that idols have tattoos. Send Me us too. pictures of them. Yeah, because I want to do an episode about them someday and like rate everybody's tattoos. Ooh. But I feel like there's groups that I don't like. I know about all of my group's mm-hmm. tattoos, but I don't. I bet there's people that I'm not aware of. Yeah. Like this, uh, like being, because I bet our Rojas are like, yeah, we know about Jinjin's tattoos, but it shook me. So that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, we're new. Arohas. We don't know things. And Arohas are having a wilder time than we realized. Yeah, they truly are. I thought this was that they were just like a nice, yes, nice they group. have They're such not. an eggio, like cutesy <laughs> personality, but that's they, a facade. Yeah. It's a facade. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> if you want to send us any of those things we just asked for, you can find us at AMA K-pop Pod on Twitter and Instagram, amakpoppod at gmail.com if you'd like to send an email, amakpoppod.tumblr.com for links when there are links to be shared, and ask me about K-pop, the podcast on YouTube. Once again, we put up Amino Reaction if you'd like to watch it. 
It would make us feel comforted. Yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> our bias submissions are officially closed. Thank you for everyone who sent something in. Um, tune in for the next couple of weeks. We're going to do a little bias series. And yes. Perhaps you'll hear your bias mentioned. Yes. Um, and we will catch you next week. Thanks as always. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Jungyeon, you're an inspiration. Oh, it was a girl group. That's never, that's never a good sign. They don't even have a picture. <gasps> no. What? What? All below 10 years old. No. New brother. Oh my god! Oh no, I'm scared of this.